Hey guys, this is Danny, the lead pastor at Swerve Church, and I'm so thankful that you're tuning in to the podcast today. I hope that the message that you're about to listen to will be extremely encouraging and uplifting, and honestly, I pray and hope that it's challenging to you as well. I want to invite you to join us Sundays at 11 a.m. at the Swerve Hub at 239 Stanhope Street right here in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Or I want to invite you to join us live online on Sundays at 11 a.m., on our Facebook or YouTube page. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in and I pray that you are encouraged by today's message. Merry Christmas, guys. I'm so thankful for each of you and uh, I'm, I'm especially grateful that you would take out time before you open your gifts or before you enjoy your Christmas day with family and friends and, and join us here on Christmas Eve to celebrate and remember the true reason for this holiday season. Hey, uh, relationships are hard, aren't they? I mean, all types of relationships, right? And right now, just like boyfriend, girlfriend, but relationships with parents and friends, your kids, co-workers, aunts, uncles. I mean, relationships are absolutely messy, extremely challenging. And they're very difficult to navigate. And honestly, you know, sometimes the holidays even amplify this truth. You guys know this. You have the stress of planning family get-togethers. Everyone has different schedules. And also, they have different expectations of what that time's going to look like. You got the insane traffic because everyone is Christmas shopping and, and that adds to the stress as well. Of course, you've got long lines at the supermarket, which is one of my pet peeves. You know, I, I literally go to the supermarket at inconvenient times just so I can avoid standing in a line for in a crazy amount of time. You know, and all this causes everyone to be on edge and to be in a bad mood. And it makes something amazing like Christmas, something so magical like this time of the year, Regardless of your faith background, it can make it downright miserable. You know, no doubt as I said all this, you can think of examples of some things that happened to you this week. Some of you guys are like, yo, chill, Danny. This is just way too close to home. But I I know all this because family and relationships are incredibly complex. And here's why. It's because people are imperfect. You're imperfect. I hate to break the news to you. I know they gave you all stickers in kindergarten that said that you're a superstar. I'm sorry to break the news, but you're imperfect. I'm imperfect. And when you put a bunch of imperfect people together, it's a recipe for disaster. Why am I bringing this up? Well, for for the past few weeks, we've been looking at clips from a Netflix movie called Jingle Jangle. And we've been attempting to draw spiritual truths from themes in the movie. We've learned that the main character, Jeronicus, he's lost all hope when his prize invention is stolen by his apprentice. But on top of that, his wife passes away, which leads him down a dark path. And this in turn impacts his relationship with his daughter. They go from a loving family to being estranged. So his daughter decides to move away. She figures, well, listen, dad gave up on his life. He gave up on me. So I'm going to leave. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to get on with life. You know, needless to say, this impacts their relationship. They go from a loving father-daughter relationship to strangers. They don't talk to each other. Their lives are full of bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness. Well, towards the end of the movie, there's finally a shot at a restoration. There's a chance for forgiveness and for the family to come together. It appears they both want to try to make it work again. Check out this clip right here. Here's a line from the song in case you missed it. She says, he says he wants to make it work again. Let the long road back to love begin. He thinks 
that we can make it work again. I've got a heart that needs to mend. And I don't know how this story ends. Oh, can we make it work again? You know, watching this clip made me think, what is at the core of our relational strife? Did you ever think about that? Because, of course, it's never us, right? We're never the problem. It's always the other person that's at fault, right? We're always the victim. We're always right. The other person is always wrong. Well, here's the thing. It's the same thing that is at the core of the relational strife that we experience with God and has been present since the very beginning of the Bible. The reason our relationships experience brokenness and strife is, number one, because of sin. Our relationships are broken because of sin. And When you read the very beginning of the Bible and the very book of Genesis, you read that God creates everything in harmony. Over and over again, you read that God says it was good. It was the closest to perfection this side of heaven. There was no murder. There was no strife. There were no pandemics or contagious disease. Just harmony. And what happened? Adam and Eve disobeyed God. Sin. And when sin enters, so does brokenness. The consequences were strife. Strife between Husband and wife, there was conflict between God and man. And that sin even led to brokenness between mankind and the world. After sin entered toil, entered stress and pain. Some of you came in here thinking, man, why are things so jacked up? If you can't see it, have you been sleeping under a rock? It's all around us. We live in a world that is run rampant with hatred and jealousy. People taking advantage of others in less fortunate or disadvantaged situations. There's a lack of accessibility to resources. There's injustice and racism. And to really rock your world, all that stuff ain't just out there, okay? It's in you just as much. It's all because of sin. And this is ultimately why for many of us, Christmas is so stressful as well. This is why relationships are so rocky and difficult. Look at how the author of James puts it in the New Testament. He writes this in James chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. What is the source of wars and fights among you? Don't they come from your passions that wage war within you? You desire and you do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and wage war. You do not have because you do not ask. And you ask and don't receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. You know, I want to encourage you to go back into the passage in your notes and underline every time where it says the word you, 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 over and over again. The author repeats it over and over because we all experience this. And if you've been wondering why it's been so challenging to navigate these relationships, it boils down to that we are all in a broken world overtaken by selfishness and sin. Now, I know exactly what you're thinking. You're like, thanks a lot, Danny. I came to Christmas Eve, I swear, so that I can be encouraged. Thanks for raining on my parade. Well, well, the encouraging part is coming, but we need to come to grips with this reality first. You know, when someone enters a 12-step program to lose the grip addiction has on their life, the first step is to claim ownership over the problem. The person has to acknowledge that there is a problem in order to work towards recovery. When it comes to the brokenness in our relationships, the reason we can't get to a solution 
is that we don't acknowledge the fallenness and brokenness, yes, in our world, yes, in society, yes, in governments and systems, but also the fallenness and brokenness that lies within us. But there's good news. And this is what Christmas is all about. This is what gets Christians all over the world so pumped up for Christmas. And this is number two in your notes. Our relationships are restored because of Christ. The whole reason we celebrate Christmas is to remember the kingdom of heaven coming down to kiss the earth. It's when love came down and made his dwelling among us. And the whole reason for that for the restoration of a relationship, to restore the relationship between us and God. This method, this interaction, this idea is absolutely unheard of, that the God of the universe would enter His own creation. Guys, every other world religion is about man's attempt to reach God. Well, maybe we can reach God if we do more good, if we give more of our money, if we sacrifice more. If we say this many prayers or, or go to a synagogue or a mosque this many times a week, if we say X amount of prayers, if we can travel to this sacred city or take these religious classes, then maybe then we can reach God and earn His favor. But guys, here's the problem. We simply do not have a ladder that is long enough to reach heaven. And all of those attempts to reach God will always fall short. Only in Christianity do we have a God that is so madly in love with His creation that He would step down into it. That God would know our inability to reach Him so instead He reaches down to us. And what for? For restoration. Oftentimes in our human relationships, we're willing to do the bare minimum to fix a problem. Right? You, you experience an issue at work. There's conflict at work. You do the bare minimum. Hey, we, we'll shake hands, but... I'm never going to talk to him again. I refuse to sit next to that guy in a meeting. You know, you have an issue with the family. Again, the bare minimum. You know, I'll forgive them, but I ain't never going to forget what they did to me. And I'll be sure to let them know every single time too. And sure, I'll, I'll forgive them, but they're never stepping foot in my house again. But God, the bare minimum is not enough. With God, it's all or nothing. And His heart, His heart, longs for restoration. How did he do that? The Bible says that our sin is not a little offense. That our sin creates a chasm between us and God. That peace that was experienced in the Garden of Eden was overcome by the war of our sin. The Bible says that the price owed for our sin is death. So what does God do? God enters his creation in the person and work of Jesus Christ. We're incapable of paying for our own sin in short We've cut a check our sins simply cannot fund. But Jesus lives a perfect and sinless life and then willingly offers His life in, the, in place of our own so that through His life and His death and resurrection, we can experience restoration. I love what Romans chapter 5, verse 18 says. The author says this, So then as though one trespass, there is condemnation for everyone, so also through one righteous act. There is justification leading to life for everyone. And here's the gift that we all get to unwrap today. We all have access to the gift of God's grace, mercy, and forgiveness that is made available through Christ Jesus. And all you have to do is put your faith in Him. Apart from Jesus, your relationship with God is broken. 
And without restoration of that relationship, we're all doomed for destruction. But praise God for Jesus. We have an opportunity to experience forgiveness of sin and new life. And if you haven't experienced this, what are you waiting for? Unwrap the gift of God's grace that is made available in Jesus by putting your faith in Him. Now, just to wrap up our time and before we partake in communion together this Christmas Eve, I want to return to what we opened up with. Relationships are incredibly messy. And they're messy because we're messy people. But here's what we've got. Because we've experienced such great mercy and forgiveness, we all have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to be like Christ and to be a restorer of relationships with that parent, with that friend, with that family member, with that neighbor. Why? Because we've been forgiven so great a debt. How could we not overflow with the love and forgiveness of Christ? Hey, to close out our time, how about we read Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32 together, which is a great reminder of this truth. Ready, go. And be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another just as God also forgave you in Christ. Let's pray. God, we acknowledge the brokenness in our relationships because of sin. God, it's not always the other person's fault. It's my fault as well. We praise you, God, for restoring our relationship with God. And because you've done that, I pray that you would help us to be a restored relationships with the people in our lives, that we may be marked by your love. And God, for those that are on the fence this Christmas Eve, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would grab their hearts. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.